Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning this week a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called V'achaltem Ochol V'sovoi. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parshas Tzav, which that year was Shabbos Hagadol, it was also the 12th day in the month of Nisan, in the year Tafshin Mem Zayin, and at that Hasidic Rebbein, the Rebbe said two Hasidic discourses, and this is the first Hasidic discourse. Now this took place 36 years ago. So again, the Hasidic discourse is based on the verse from the, in, from the, in the Prophets, uh, Joel, the, check, the second chapter, where the Prophet says, Ve'achaltem ochel v'sava, you're going to eat. And you're going to eat, and you're going to be satiated. And the verse finishes off, and it says, And my nation is not going to be embarrassed. Shreva says it's known that the Hasidic discourse on this verse in Lekutei Torah from the Alter Rebbe, in the beginning of the Parsha, which we know that the Lekutei Torah is called the Hasidic Torah portion, like the famous teaching of the previous Rebbe, that besides of the regular Torah portion that we learn every week, we also have the Hasidic Torah portion, which is the Torah portion, the way it's explained according to the teachings of the Alter Rebbe and his classical works in the Parsha, Torah Ur and Lakuti Torah, they're technically both one book, like it's explained in his, in his letter um, uh, on, on the, on the, on the Parsha Shavua, on the weekly Torah portion. So over there he asks a question as follows. The, what does the Prophet say? Ochel. You're going to eat, you're going to eat. It's a double expression. In other words, it means after you eat, Ochel, you're going to eat, Vachaltem, you're going to eat again. So what's the idea of the double, the double eating? That's question number one. And obviously, you're going to say, what's the connection with this week's Torah portion, Pasha Tzav? It's, it's understood based on the Altar explains in the Hasidic discourse, he brings a Medrash. The Medrash is from Vayikra Rabba on this, on the Parsha. And based on a verse in this week's Torah portion, when the Torah says, Ze Karben Aharon. So the verse says, this is the sacrifice of Aharon. So the, the, so the Medra says, this, uh, this, this is connected to what it says in the verse. Um, that, that the verse says, like, told me, from the eating, the food went out. Interesting verse, from the eating where the food went out. So the Medrash explains that Aaron is the one that consumes all the sacrifices. He's the one that brings it up on the altar. And the, now the t- verse says, Ze carbon Aaron, from the person that consumes all the sp- sacrifices, a sacrifice comes out from Aaron. So you see again the connection between Ze carbon Aaron and the double eating with the verse, in, in, like we mentioned before from Joel, V'achal Tomocha. In other words, so the same idea you find, just like Bechal Tomachal and Joel is a double eating, the same thing also, Zer Carbon Iron, which is connected to the idea of the one that's eating, that's the one that, that the food is coming out from. So you see, you have a double expression of eating in reference to what? The iron sacrifice. Rabbi, asks, Rabbi says, we have to understand what's the, what's the question. Because we know generally eating, generally speaking, when a person eats food, there's two things that take place on a spiritual level. In other words, when a person eats food, what happens? It elevates the human being. Why? Because we all have a soul and we have a body. So if we didn't eat, the body would go away. So how would you have a connection between the soul and the body? So this, the, by eating, that creates the, the union between the soul and the body. So what happens is so the, the, the whole person gets elevated through eating. 
That is number one. In other words, it affects the human being. By eating, it affects us that we can remain, the soul can remain connected to the body. The second thing that happens when a person eats, that when you eat, you're actually transforming and elevating the food. In other words, as we know, when God created the world, there's four different levels of energy, doimim, inanimate, seimeach, things that grow, chai, things that are alive, animals, etc. And then you have medaber. So, what happens when a person consumes the food, you're elevating and you're transforming everything from the world of doimim and seimeach and chai when it comes part of the human being that eats it. Now, not only that, when when the, when the mendaber, which is referring to human, the human beings, eat the food, and we serve Hashem, as we know, because the whole reason why we're here is I need embracing. We were created to serve Hashem. So what happens then is the food gets elevated to a much higher level, even higher than the level of of of, of the world of creation, as we know that the Jewish people and Hashem are one. So what do we see? That what happens when we eat, there's two things that happen. One is the human being gets elevated, because again, it connects the body to the soul. And B, that we elevate the food. And that's why, since there are two things that happen, in other words, there's the elevation of the food and the elevation of the human being, that's why it says, a double expression of eating. Why? Because after you go ahead and you eat, which means you're transforming and you're elevating the food, there's something higher that place takes place, that you have to elevate the person that's elevating the food. And that's why you have to have, a, so to speak, a separate eating, which takes place for the person that's elevated. So in short, what Rebbe is explaining over here is as follows, that the, there's a double, there's a, the reason we have the double expression of eating, one is we elevate the food, and the second, the what, we get elevated. Now, what does that mean? And Rebbe explains like this. This verse in Joel, where it speaks of Vachaltem Ochel Vasavai, is referring to the great revelations that's going to take place when Mashiach comes. After we do our work in Gullus, after we do our, our, our work in exile. In other words, when we finish our work in exile, which means we finish the first level of transformation, we transform the world. So then we're going to come to the great revelation when Mashiach comes. And, and, and the, the novel idea, what's going to happen when Mashiach comes after everything is going to be, 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 be transformed, we're going to have the second level of transformation. And this is similar to what it says in reference to the verse um, in, 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 in the prophets. Vishafti, in, in the Torah, Vishafti Vishalom al Yaakov Avino says, I'm going to return in peace to my father's house. And then it says, Vahoyo Hashem li lelokim. Yud Kevavke will be my God. In other words, when Mashiach comes, the Yud Kevavke of now, which is very, very powerful, it's high in Elokim, it's going to be considered like, it's like, like on a lower level of Akim. And we're going to have to have a much higher level of transformation of Yud Kevavke Delayla. So in other words, just like, just like Bashafti Bashalom Eisavi, Bahaya Hashem Lilokim. So what's going to happen when Shia comes? This powerful level today, Yud Kevavke, it's going to be like Elokim. It's going to be a whole different level of transformation. In other words, the transformation that takes place now takes place, you know, God's name, there's different permutations. So today, the permutation that, that accomplishes the transformation comes from the shame ban, um, which, which is numerical value of 52, and it gets transformed through a higher level of, of, of one, the permutation of God's name, shame ma, which is tr- numerical value of 45. When Mashiach comes, the transformation is going to be from what level? From the le- level of ma, which is 45. So in other words, 
words, in this world, till Mashiach comes, the transformation, the transformation runs to a lower level, from shame ban. When Mashiach comes, it's going to be what? From a higher level of shame ma. So based on this, Rebbe explains, that's why the verse says, in, in Joel, the achaltem ochel v'savaya. In other words, we're talking about the feast of Mashiach comes. And we know Mashiach comes, you can have the famous feast of the Leviathan and the Sharabar, which is referring to, on a spiritual level, two types of souls. You have the souls of Alma de Escasio, the souls from the concealed world, and you have the souls from the revealed world. And, and on a spiritual level, they call the Shamois the Ma, which is, which is the high level of souls, and the Shamo is the Ban, which is the lower level of elementary four. And what, why is it the lower level? Because Ban is the same numerical value as Behemah, an animal. And in both of them, we're going to have the big, the, the big feast when Mashiach comes. In other words, we're going to have a, a whole different level of transformation than when, when, uh, versus the way it's right now. And like he explains over there at length in the Chassidic discourse, that even the high souls that exist in this world, and even the new souls that exist in this world, when Mashiach comes, they're all going to be elevated to a whole different, uh, higher level. So based on this, he explains why it says in, in this week's Torah portion, This is the sacrifice of Aaron and his sons. In other words, even though Aaron's the one that brings all the sacrifices. And we know when Aaron brings a sacrifice, what does he do with the sacrifice? He puts it on the altar. And the highest thing you can do is to be a sacrifice on the altar. As like it says in the Zohar, it's Ari the Achel Korban. It's a very, very high level. And it's, and it's explained at length in the Hasidic discourses of, of, of the Chabad Rebbeim that the Raza the Korbana, the, the, the powerful energy of the sacrifices goes up ad Raza the Ein Saif. It goes up to the highest levels. In other words, higher than the level of adding Ketz. No end. It goes even higher than that. So in other words, so you, Aaron is bringing up these powerful sacrifices, like you can't, but what do you need Zed Carbon Aaron? Why does Aaron have to bring his own sacrifice? But he explains, because yes, even though a sacrifice is very, very high, but nevertheless, there's the, the sacrifice of Aaron, Aaron himself, which is the second level of eating, which creates a higher travel transformation. Just like we learned before, you're transforming the food, then you transform yourself. The same thing also, that the transformation that Aaron, that Aaron accomplishes through the altar, which is one level of transformation, and then there's the higher level. And Rebbe says, this is, uh, this you can say, this is why in reference to Aaron, it says, Zeh. This is the sacrifice Aaron. Zeh referring to it's in actually in, in, in masculine, in Lashon Zachar. Why? Because by all the other sacrifices, what does it say? It doesn't say Zeh this. If you look in the Torah, it says Zois. Like, for example, look in the Torah, it says Zois Torah Sa'ilah. This is the law, the, the laws of the, of the oil sacrifice. Zoyz Teres HaMincha, this is the laws of the Mincha sacrifice. And the Zoyz Teres HaAsham. So you see, in all the sacrifices, it, it says what Zoyz? Oil Mincha. <coughs> and Asham, it says Zoyz. However, when it comes to Aaron, it says Zeh. The male, the, the male energy. Why? Because the power that takes place in Aaron's sacrifice, it comes from Zeh, which is the, which is the name of Ma, which is the higher level. 
And this is referring to what? The tremendous revelation. It's like a hint of what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes. Because when Mashiach comes, it's, it's, it says, Maritz Bedzboi. You're going to look at your finger and you're going to say, Zed, this is our God. In other words, even though you can say we had it at Kriya Sansa when God split the sea, when we went out of Egypt, but however, that was only a taste of it. But the main Zed, this is it, it's going to happen when Mashiach comes. Like it says clearly in the prophets, but Omar by Yoimahu, we're going to say in that say, in their future day, he this is our God. So obviously, it's obviously it's a much higher level. Now, so now there was something like this. In this itself, there's two levels. There's, there's two levels. In other words, one level is where the trans where the transformation takes place, so to speak, automatic. And as the time comes, guess what? It's transformed. Or the transformation comes through our work. Ultimately, everything gets transformed. The question is, is it going to happen when the time comes, or is it going to happen because of our effort? And that's why the verse says, So in other words, our transformation here, and the second transformation when Mashiach comes, but then it says, We're not going to be embarrassed. Why? Because it's possible that the revelation is going to come from a state of embarrassment. What's a state of embarrassment? A state of embarrassment is when it's given to you. Like the expression is, Nama, which means bread, the kisufa, of shame. In other words, and never explains. What is Nama? So Nama is bread. What, what's the connection with Nama and bread? Because any type of food goes into the category of bread. Bread refers to sitting down and eating a meal. So bread refers to food. Nama is 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 a bread in 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 one of the seventy language languages. So Nama is referring to bread. What is Nama the soup of bread of shame? That's when the bread comes without any effort. When you get free bread, when you get a free lunch, that's called the bread of shame. And he he actually brings from the Kuti Torah powerful teaching, and he says like this, and he gives an example. There's a famous Mishnah in in the Talmud that says as follows. That um, that when the kala, the bride, she turns her face and she eats. So he says, one second, why is she, why is she turning her face and eating? And the answer is, the doctor explains, because well, whose food is she eating? She's eating it from her husband. Her husband's giving it to her as a gift. So therefore, since it's a gift, she turns her turns her face to the side because it's considered bread of shame. Anytime you receive something as a gift, it's bread of shame. Where's your effort into it? And he says that's why he gives an example specifically from a kala, from a bride. Why? Because he wanted to bring out how powerful the example is. Because we're dealing with a bride. And everything we know by a bride, everything is complete. Everything is beautiful. The, the completion of eating, of uh, the seven days of feasting. But nevertheless, even though the kala is perfect and beautiful and celebration, but there is a certain component, it's bread of shame. Because she's a receiver. And because she's the receiver, that's why she turns her face to the side. However, when Mashiach comes, then what's going to happen is, what's going to be revealed is the real quality of the bride. And like we say in the Shavu Brochot, what does it say in the Shavu Brochot? It says, Masameach Chasan Imakala, that you're going to make glad the Chatan with the Kala, means the Kala is on the same level of the Chasan, not the ones that give her one's a receiver. The, 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 they're, they're, they're both equal. The Kala and the Chatan are on the same level. And on the contrary, as we know, Mashiach comes, it says, Nekeva to save the Gover, the prophet says, that the female, the bride, is going to be a higher level. 
And because it's going to be on a higher level, it's not going to be bread of shame. It's going to come from the upward. That's why there's not going to be any embarrassment. Why? Because we're going to be elevated. We're going to be transformed and elevated because of our work. And we're going to have the second level of, of, of elevation is going to come through uh, our effort. And as we, we explained before, that the sacrifice of Aaron. What, 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 so the, what is the sacrifice of Aaron? So when he brings things on the altar, that's the first level of transformation. But when Aaron brings the sacrifice, it's the second level of transformation, which means Aaron himself gets elevated. But nevertheless, even though Aaron himself gets elevated, who brings the, who brings the sacrifice? Aaron himself brings it. Why? So it explains in the verses, and we know that the, the, the literal means that Aaron himself bring, brings it, and it also makes sense on a spiritual level, because the fact is, Aaron was given the power not only to elevate all the other sacrifices, which is the first level of transformation, but he also, which is which comes from the shame ban, which we said numerically is, is like behema. But not only does Aaron has the power to do the second level translate transformation of shema of of the Oslo when Mashiach comes. Now so the question is, look at this. Aaron Hakoyin has two powers. He does the transformation of ban, which elevates, so to speak, the food, and then he has the power to elevate himself, the higher level of translation, which is a foretaste of what's going like Mashiach comes. So the question is, where does Aaron have the power? to do two levels of transformation. He says the reason why Aaron has the power to do it is because Aaron has a powerful ingredient. This is one of the mystical secrets in life. If you want to have the real power, the real power comes from one word, bittel. Bittel means acceptance. Like Moshe Rabbeinu we know said, what are we? What are we? It's all, everything's from Hashem. And, um, and who said that? Moshe Rabbeinu said it. Aaron said it. Why they say it? Because they had the ultimate in Bittal. They had the ultimate power of acceptance. And because they had the power of acceptance, Moshe and Aaron, in this case specifically Aaron, that's why he had the power not only to tra- do the first transformation through Ban, but he also had the power to create the second transformation through the shame Ma. Now, <clears throat> Where did Aaron receive this power? Because he got the power because he was commanded through Moshe, through Moshe reigning from Hashem. He commanded to do so, and that's how he got the power. So you see, the ultimate power is bittal acceptance. When you have acceptance, then you can accomplish not only transformation on the lower level, on the higher level, up to the level where it's going to be like Mashiach comes. There it says we, we we explained before in reference to it. The Torah says Vayikrael Moshe. God called Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, what does it mean God called Moshe Rabbeinu? It's just called him a technical calling. But Vayikra Moshe means God called him. means it was a tremendous revelation that took place. A very, very powerful revelation that came to Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayikra Moshe. God revealed himself to Moshe Rabbeinu. Up to the point, where, where does it play out? Because in Vayikra, there's a small aleph. So there's a small aleph, but in the small aleph, what gets drawn in is the big aleph, where it speaks about in the prophets in Divrei Yomim. So it says over there the word Adam, and over there it has a big aleph. So from the big aleph, Alufei Shalelem from God gets drawn in to Moshe Rabbeinu. And you can say, Rebbe says, the, the hint might be, and this is as follows, why does it say in Divya Yom in the, in the book of Chronicles? Because this comes down literally to the lowest level. The big olive comes down into the lowest level into the days of Chronicles. And like the author explains uh, in Lekutik Torah and Parashra Yikra, that this level, where the highest level gets drawn down into the lowest level, applies in every single generation. 
Because the fact is, Moshe Rabbeinu, it's not just Moshe Rabbeinu of the past. Moshe Rabbeinu, the energy of Moshe Rabbeinu exists in every generation. And not... <coughs> but, you know, it's not only on certain unique people, on special people that have the energy. No, every single Jewish person has a part of Moshe Rabbeinu in him. In other words, every single person in every single generation has the power to draw in from Vayikra al-Moshe, to bring in from the big Aleph of Adam into each and every one of us. And the same thing also says, we can say in reference to us as well, that this power that came from Moshe to Aaron, that Moshe gave Aaron the power that he can transform the second level as well, not only the first level transformation, but to create the other, what's going to be like when Mashiach comes. We have every single one of us, because we have the power of Moshe Rabbeinu within us, we have the power to create the greatest transformation. And Rebbe says, because we have the power to transform ourselves, to transform the world, transform the world and transform ourselves, and we do our complete spiritual work on all levels, you know, it's transforming the world, transforming ourselves, elevating the world and elevating the self, like it's going to be like a Mashiach comes, we will all merit very, very soon for Mashiach to come. And as you know, Moshe Rabbeinu was the first Redeemer, and, um, and, 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 uh, um, and King David, is the, the King of Messiah is going to be the ultimate Redeemer, the last Redeemer, and especially, Rebbe says, that we're standing now, when Rebbe said this discourse, we're standing now close to Messiah Shabbos, and then we eat from the feast of King David, who is the King Messiah, the ultimate Redeemer for the Jewish people, which is a, 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 a taste of what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes, and especially, like it says in Shulchan Aruch, according to the Jewish law, in reference to the, the feast of Messiah Shabbat, and what is it called? It's called Malav Malka. You're escorting, you're escorting, you're escorting the, the king. In other words, that, that, that the Shabbos didn't, didn't leave, but you actually escort the king. And so you're connected, you're connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Rabbi finishes off and he says, it should be the will of Hashem that will all merit very, very soon. And in a way of loy ikvan of ayin, Hashem is not going to even hold back even for like a blink of a blink of an eye, and will all merit to have the revelation of Mashiach. Will go go to Yerushalayim irakodesh. So again, it's a short Hasidic discourse, but a powerful Hasidic discourse. Rebbe's power gets him showing us we all have a part part of Moshe Rabbeinu. We all have a part of Aaron. We all have the power to transform the world and transform ourselves. Like Rebbe finishes off, as we transform ourselves, we'll all merit to the ultimate revelation of Mashiach. And let's hope and pray that the next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.